Hey everybody, it's Dave here. We have joined Inside the Two Minutes. Dan, good to see you there. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Purple Haze. Happy Thanksgiving, Dan. We're sitting there inside the two minute, minute 54. The Vikings just stopped New England. We're getting ready to go. Let's go. I need to get the tweet out. Tweet, 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 tweet. Oh. How are you guys doing tonight? You got a full belly? Have a great Thanksgiving. Ooh, that was awesome. Love it, love it, love it. We are waiting on folks to join me right now. Uh, this two-minute morning, I guess, came up a little bit quicker than folks had anticipated. Now the question is, are we this week going into overtime? Doesn't look that way, but uh, we will find out. Aha. Let me fix this tweet real quick. Bada boom, bada bang. Hey, Skull Purple Haze. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, ate lots of wonderful food, and for me that includes pie. I love me some pie. Absolutely love me some pie. There we go. Tweets out. Bada boom, bada bang. Bada boom, boom, boom. Do you think that Darth Bilicek is a little pissed off tonight, especially with his special teams, probably and with his defense. Uh, here we go, here we go. Minute 20 and click time running down. Vikings ball. Vikings ball. Got to remember how many. New England has two timeouts left. Vikings have one. Hand off to Dalvin Cook. Up the middle for about three yards, or just between right tackle. Which is interesting. Who so far has been your favorite player in the game? We'd like to know. Is it Dalvin Cook who hasn't done so well tonight? Or is it, hey, there we got Jonas just hopped in. Or is it one of the other players? Kirk Cousins, how about the one, the only, Justin Jefferson? He has been absolutely fantastic all game. And why am I on the wrong screen? That's a good question. Let's switch to this one. Yay. There's Jonas. Hey, Jonas. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Um, took me a bit longer. Uh, because I just realized that I was still wearing my pajamas, so uh, <laughs> we don't care. I, <laughs> so I uh, quickly changed, uh, uh-huh. but yeah, it's okay. definitely, in my opinion, uh, the best offensive performance they had this year because this is uh-huh. very good defense. Uh, people have to uh, have to consider that this defense is pretty uh-huh. much on par with the one they faced last week. And uh, they were up for the task today. 
Mm -hmm. Yes. Purple Haze says, Guten Tag. Minute two, fourth and nine for the Vikings. They couldn't get the first down. Of course they couldn't. That's all we need, Dan, is the first down. And yet, we're punting. Mr. Right again. Who should win an Oscar tonight? Way to keep up his leg up here a couple punts ago. We'll get the foul. Beautiful punt lands at the one. Receiver catches it up. Tackled at about the 12. Fumble ball loose. Vikings pick it up. Uh, it's oh, it's down by contact. Line judge is throwing his hand at the. Let's see. Yeah, he's down. Yeah, his knee's down. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. Yes. Yeah. Well, still could have been better. Hey there, Mary. Long time no see, no talk to. Glad you're joining us tonight. All right. We've got 53 seconds left in the fourth. New England trails 26 to 33 to your Minnesota Vikings. They have to drive 89 yards in hopes of tying this up. Can Mac Jones and Bill Belichick, Belichick put together a drive? Oh, he's sacked. That will do it. He is sacked in front of the end zone. Was Blacklock, I think. I think it was Blacklock who got home. How are you seeing it faster than I am? And I'm, I'm, I'm on free TV, which is usually five seconds behind real time. All right, here we go. Throw it out of the pass end zone. Yeah. Stopped and bounce. And now it's ticking down to like uh, 10 15. seconds. 14, 15. Yeah. 8, 7. Jones drops back. It's a deep pass. Caught. And caught, but uh, down and game over. They didn't call time out. <laughs> Vikings win! Vikings win! They are now 9 and 2. And Mary, how are your neighbors doing? Are they complaining yet? <laughs> Mary tends to get a little loud, and she has to apologize to her neighbors. I'm sure she gave them some goodies or something to appease them today. That is awesome. The Vikings are down 9 and 2, and we're going to hit the rolling. We're inside two minutes. Win or lose. Join us on Climbing the Pockets, the final score.
and we're back. And the Vikings have won. They are 9-2. They lead the NFC North. And they are second still in the NFC. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, of course. And this was very important today because you can get smacked in the face once. That's okay. That happens. And it happens to most teams at mm -hmm. some point. But it is important to rebound off that because the Vikings... Uh, are facing another very good defense next week. Uh, now they have lit, lit, a little bit of time to regroup, and I think this time would have been very difficult if you would have lost two in a row. Mm -hmm. Now you are entering this mini buy in kind of a good spirit, and uh, yeah, you are uh, you're still in a very good spot. You uh, you are still on track and you don't have to worry about the division because uh, at some point, if they lost today, if the Lions would have won today, which was a surprisingly close game, mm -hmm. this thing could have gotten a bit tighter than we would have thought a few weeks ago. And again, the Jets next week mm -hmm. uh, aren't a an easy opponent, no matter who the who the quarterback is because that's another very nasty defensive unit. And uh, in contrast to the Patriots, they also have very good interior pass rush. The Patriots also have very good pass rush, which was pretty much a non-factor today. Uh, but the Patriots pass rush is mostly Nash rush. Mm -hmm. that's where they are strong and that's where the Vikings are also normally pretty strong this time they held out uh, Brandler a lot which mm -hmm. was necessary um, but, but was Brandler held his own he did yeah, of course. extremely well but it was possible to help him that much because there wasn't much pressure up the middle and uh, that's where the Patriots pass rush has their weakness. They are not very good up the middle. And uh, for the Vikings, this fits very well. And uh, because of that, they were able to help Brandle a lot. And mm -hmm. next week, they have Quinn Williams coming up on the inside. And that's going to be a different story. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But hopefully... Hopefully, Ed Donatel and the defense works on stuff this week and they figure out how not to let the opposing team score on six of their possessions like they did tonight. Um, a career game. I didn't see that, GMAC. I didn't know that career game for Jones. Yay. Uh, Mary lost her internet. She's saying hi to everybody. JJ nine for one thirty nine and a touchdown. And you forgot his uh, Clifford, his pass for eleven yards. Two quick passes was great to see. Yes, we were hoping to see that to change a pace. We wanted that very very much, and they did keep today's game. Jonas, did you think the pace was a lot better? On the yeah, I think side they, at all. they 
did a lot of stuff that uh, that I was uh, hoping they do that I would uh, was talking about uh, last week when we were talking about answers uh, to heavy pressure and they had another very good pass rush against them and they responded very well. They had that short passing game, which hasn't been there all season. And that's very, inc uh, that's very good to see that they finally were able to get this quick passing game going. And that's the main reason they were able to uh, carve this very good defense up like they did. And uh, they also altered the pace a lot uh, they were uh, uh, they were going no huddle a lot and uh -huh. therefore forced the Patriots to uh, play base defense uh, on a lot of second downs which uh, which resulted in positive passing plays and okay. therefore they had very good answers to the challenges which were already present last week and uh, that's very good to see how uh, uh, Oh, O'Connor. Oh, we obviously hear Flip's background. He seems to be at a family event, and it's loud. Just muted it a bit till Flip gets back. No, it was it was good to see the the quicker passes, the the faster tempo, and then now the huddles. Except for when in the fourth quarter when they missed that, and they had to take. Two timeouts because of time concerns. That was uh, that fired Kirk. Up. Hey, Flip! Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Dave, Jonas, fans in the chat. Where are the W's? Give me some W's in the chat. Let's go nine and two, and we're thankful for it. Don't have much time today, but I just wanted to stop in and celebrate a little with you guys. Yep. Well, and you see uh, Brian J talking about these darn frauds keep collecting W's. Hey, that's that's what it really matters. Is that yeah, win? We'll fraud column. our way all. We'll fraud our way all the way to the desert. <laughs> all the way, definitely all the way to Arizona. Ah. So, have you guys had a good uh, uh, clip? You have a good Thanksgiving. You look like you're over at a family's house. Yep, Fam family timing for Thanksgiving. Uh, they all watch me watch the game. That's how it works. <laughs> you know, they, they don't watch the game. They just watch me watch the game. But I'm happy to do it, especially when we get that dub. Yep. Oh, God, great win. Great. What do you, what's your highlight of the game, Flip? <laughs> uh, my highlight of the game, I, it's so easy. Look at the W's coming in the chat. It's Justin Jefferson continues to be the best wide receiver in the NFL. Kirk Cousins doing just enough, but J.J. makes everything that much easier. You know, you, you got to hand it to the defense at the end there. Really tough game for them. They underperformed, I think, a little bit, but they were banged up in the secondary. Uh, you do want to see some more from the defensive line, but they held it together. Those 26 points came in crucial couple good calls there at the end went our way. And most importantly, we scored the points. You know, the low light, I'll tell you right now, that kicker, man, he's going to cost us <laughs> one. He always makes the game harder than it needs to be. But it wasn't today. We got the W. What was your highlight there, Jonas? Yeah. 
It's the one I already mentioned because it's the game plan. The game plan was phenomenal. It was perfect for what they needed. And I actually sent a tweet like a couple of minutes before the game started um, saying the exact things they did. And mm -hmm. today they also showed uh, how you can keep your offensive line out of bad situations without running game because the running game was atrocious mm -hmm. uh, david cook had less than two yards per, car uh, per carry so the passing game had to uh, had to carry the vikings and it did because they used this short passing game and it was effective and i also want to highlight adam thielen who had like one of the best games he had all season and i thought he already looked a little bit better last week at the beginning of the game before the offensive line completely collapsed. Um, and this week it continued. And that's, that would be very, very important to have three legit targets on this offense with uh, Jefferson, Harkinson and Adam Thielen. That would make this offense uh, way better and it would give this offense finally the floor it needs. Mm -hmm. I agree. Hey, my highlight of the game, obviously Justin Jefferson, the man's a beast. He caught some balls that most people wouldn't have held on to. He was awesome. But the whole Adam Thielen, the catch in the back of the end zone wasn't easy, getting both heels in, and that K.J. Osborne uh, catch where Kurt threw it behind him and he reached into basically into the defender's hands. Ripped the and got the ball out. That was absolutely wonderful, and it was a good thing to see. Uh, Brandell did not screw the game up on the offensive line. Woohoo! Uh, that is also a good thing. Were there any lowlights? Flip already mentioned his, and it's G Penniless. Uh, Greg Joseph, did you have any up there, Jonas? I think it was kind of expected because they had some backups back there, but the communication in the coverage units and not only the backups, but some of the mistakes the linebackers did today uh, just made it way too easy for the Patriots because uh, in, in my opinion, um, I know Donatel has caught a lot of fire, but this wasn't on him. This was absolutely not on him because the, there were a lot of coverage busts where you had uh, either guys uh, biting on play action way too much and coming up, especially Hicks on that Hunter Henry touchdown. Or you had some guys... Uh, you had two guys going deep while the guy in the flat was running free. And that's not on the scheme. That's just a coverage bust. And we don't notice it that often. Often people think that's just soft defense, uh, but it isn't called that way. Because you, this is a coverage bust like coverage busts 40 yards downfield. That are the coverage busts that people tend to notice when there are two guys going up and none of them goes deep, and then you have a receiver wide open running through the, through the secondary. Those are the busts that people recognize as coverage busts. But 
if you have two guys going deep and none of them uh, staying in the flat for the guy who's running wide open there, people will blame it on soft defense instead of calling it a coverage bust, which it is. And we have seen that a lot today. And I think you can't blame that on Donatel. That's just communication. And they have to figure out a way to... Uh, to stop these coverage busts from happening. And yeah, that's the main low light for me because I thought they did a better job of this uh, uh, during the first like two games after the bye week. But today it was, it was uh, very bad again and it showed up so often. And Could it be because yeah. Evans was out? Not that Shelley didn't play that. Yeah, That's I mean, they're injured. They're injured. And I, I think the defensive game plan showed that where they were very nervous to rush more than four. They they were hoping that they could get home with four, with Hunter, Zadarius Smith, while dropping everybody into coverage. And I agree the coverage wasn't good. But at the same time, there was less than I expected on the defensive line to make their jobs easier, to make that that defensive backfield look better than 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 we thought it was going to with Duke Shelley and Chandon Sullivan playing 95% of the snaps. So the improvement is really about getting healthy in the defensive backfield. I'm not so sure what the improvement is along the front four. I mean, yes, maybe you get Dalvin Tomlinson back, but that pass rush went against a pretty weak offensive line today and did not really get home as much as I expected them to. I agree there. I would say – I, I would yeah. uh, at least uh, be cautious on that one because I really want to see uh, Mac Jones's time to throw today because I expect yeah. it to be well below 2.5 seconds. He had the ball out like yeah. in a heartbeat. And if you have that – there's no yeah. way for the pass rush to get home. And we saw that on the final drive when Mac Jones had to make something happen, when he had to take deeper drops, then the pass rush was there immediately. And they had mm -hmm. two sacks on uh, on the final uh, two possession, uh, possessions, I think. And it, it was very obvious And before that, they just had the ball out so quickly that you just can't get home. And why, why can't we do that, that, Jonas? Why can't why can't we run that offense that we saw the Patriots doing to make up for their weak offensive line? They kind of did that today, actually. They yeah, had a lot of free they... passing game, and they uh, the Patriots pass rush was almost as absent as the Vikings pass rush and the Patriots pass rush is very, very, very good. And the Vikings got around that and scored uh, 33 points on that. So I would say they pretty much did that today. Well, we certainly didn't have a running back get 76 yards receiving out of the backfield like the Patriots did. You know, I think it was actually a pretty weak game for Dalvin Cook, uh, but I'll count mm -hmm. my blessings on Thanksgiving. Well, let's speaking of week game for Dalvin Cook, let's go over the stats real quick. That is the third game the Minnesota Vikings have scored over 30 points. They've won all the games they've scored over 30 points. So that is a key to 
victory in the future, especially with the defense doing what it's doing. Stats for today, Kirk Cousins, 30 for 37, passing 299 yards. I thought he went over, oh, he was over 300 briefly, and then he threw that stupid behind-the-line scrimmage screen to Adam Thielen. I hate those screens. With a passion, I hate those screens. I'd rather do in the flats. Um, so we don't we, we don't like the quick game. What's wrong with our quick game? Um, three touchdowns, the one interception early on a bad throw. Then you had, uh, like I said, Justin Jefferson one for one on his throw. It was good to see that early. That caught everybody off guard. That was wonderful. It's uh, Larry, yes, come back win. Were they behind going into the fourth quarter or were they tied? Yes. They were no, behind? They were three points down. Okay, so it is are, where they come back. Are we cheering for the Packers on Sunday? Yes. That's an easy yes for me because uh, the Packers the Packers aren't a threat anymore. The, pack, the magic number to beat the Packers in this division is one. They are not going to win out and the Vikings are not going to lose out. So that's pretty easy for me. Like is it one? Of course. Congrats, so if they like, lose, we secure yeah, the division. I thought no, we go because next week. the yeah, because the Lions, uh, the Lions still have to. Uh, they are ahead of the Packers, so uh, the yeah, but magic they just number. Lost. The, yeah, but the magic number for the Lions is still two, and the magic number mm-hmm. for the Packers is uh, one. I think that's right uh, because the Lions. Uh, have had their bye week and the Packers haven't. So uh, even if the Packers win, they are uh, half a game behind the Lions and therefore um, the Lions are a game closer to us. Mm-hmm. And because of that, uh, the magic number for the Packers is one and they are not going to catch us. And as much as we dislike the Packers, we have to worry about our own team. At With some all point, our means, yes, we do. Of course, and wow. the best thing for our team on this weekend would be would be the Eagles losing, and therefore, yes, please, for this one time, please, Packers win this game. <laughs> okay, Dave, and yes, I feel absolutely dirty saying. Dave, this. are you cheering for the Packers on Sunday? I won't cheer for them, but I wouldn't. If they win, I'm not going to mind that result as much because it helps. It literally helps the Vikings. But God, it's going to be hard. It's so nice to go. Not that I go into work, but it's so nice when people go to work on Monday and the Packers have lost. It it just it warms our hearts. There's something about that. But if they can beat the Eagles, that does help the Vikings. I agree. The logical side of me says, okay, I can live with that. The My heart, though, says, screw them. Screw them both. <laughs> Let them both lose. But that's what Let, them, let them have a tie. Um, that easy. Yeah, but that still that puts us half game behind. Yeah, but the Vikings are even if the Eagles lose, the Vikings are behind uh, oh, because true. of the tiebreaker. So uh, let's just have the uh, have them have that tie, and therefore the head-to-head tiebreaker probably won't matter because the Vikings probably won't have a tie, and therefore uh, you will have 
the, either mm-hmm. the Vikings ahead half game or the Eagles ahead half game. So uh, that would actually make uh, the tiebreaker the Eagles have pretty much irrelevant. And that would. that would be good for the Vikings. So let them have the tie. <laughs> All right. Um, to continue with some of the stats, Justin Jefferson, nine for 190 or 139 yards with a 15.4 yard average. He had a great game. Man, did he have a great game. Adam Thielen, nine catches for 61 yards. Both of them had touchdowns to TJ Hawkinson, the Hawk, five for 43, 6.6, and he got his touchdown. It was good to see him throwing there as well. Those are your biggies. Sacks, Jordan Hicks got one on that uh, Jones slide that came up shy of the line of scrimmage. So uh, I'll live with that. And Daniel Hunter got one as well as, you were correct, Ross Blacklock got that last one. So three sacks on the day for the defense. Are there any questions you guys have that we haven't discussed yet going in after this game? First of all, one question I've seen in the comments. Uh, it's 5.46 a.m. for me uh, right now. <laughs> so there's that. I've seen that question in the comments, so I want to answer that this uh, moment. Um, yeah, I think the biggest question is uh, today, I, I've already mentioned this, today they faced a team which has a very, very, very good edge rush, but not a very good interior pass rush. Next week, they will face the opposite. They will face a Jets team, which has an absolutely brutal uh, interior rush. And my question is, are they going to be able to counter this as well as they countered uh, the edge rush of the Patriots? Could be interesting. Today was first D- day yeah. Chris Reed was in uniform, but he obviously didn't. Yeah, that. It, I, and I and I, I know we like the thirty three points. Our our boy Kenny with that huge kick return. That was awesome. Just swung swung the entire game. Huge play, and I'm not trying to paint that in a negative light, but I, I don't think that we did the best job of of countering the Patriots pass rush in this game. So, so it is going to be another challenge, but I'm excited to continue to face these great defensive lines because it is a weak point for us. So hopefully we'll accomplish what we need to accomplish with, with reps here mm-hmm. and going against these teams. I hope so. I hope so. All right. We're to the point where, have we got anything going on this week? Jonas, what have you got going over on in Germany? I mean, for the last couple of days, it's uh, already the start of preparing for next week because my flight is going off in pretty much uh, in pretty much exactly a week. I think, like, what is your time uh, at Minnesota right now? Um, it I is... Think- uh- 1040 that is correct, G Mac. Yeah. So I, so if everything goes according to plan, one week forward, uh, I will be already there 
So uh, I will land at 7 p.m., I think, in Minneapolis, if everything goes according to plan. And, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm starting to prepare everything for this. And uh, I can tell you the excitement is going up daily. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And you're going to yeah, get to we, meet we, people. We hope you enjoy it. You'll get to meet people from you get a w. climbing a pocket that are up there locally. This is going to be great. Flip. Your big announcement this week is you're moving Viking Hot Takes to Thursday. Did did Eric agree to that? I believe so. Oh, well, hey, then that's that's the news. So we can do some hot take previews instead of some hot take reviews on Tuesday. It's hard to have a hot take on Tuesday, y'all. Get me out there in front of the game. I'll give you a hot take right now. The Vikings are playing at their peak. I said it. Three weeks ago, nobody wanted to talk to me about it. Yes, we can get healthy. We can get Dalvin Tomlinson back. We can get Christian Darasaw back. We can get a Caleb Evans and Cameron Dantzler back. But this version of the Vikings that beats down on teams by 20 points, I don't see it. I think it's. I think we're going to be biting our nails in the playoffs no matter what our record is. So enjoy <laughs> the Vikings playing at their peak right now. And let's see how long it can continue. Racking up those W's and all those cardiologist bills. Yep. It's your team this season. Well, I can tell you what's coming up next for climbing the pocket Saturday. You have myself and Darren. And rather than previewing the game this week, we're reviewing the game this week in our own special way. Three themes, we'll go over it, and it should be a good game. Monday, we will have uh, the Real Forno Show. As I stated, Tuesday is now moving to Thursday, so there'll be no show on Tuesday. Wednesday, we're going to have a Vikings happy hour direct from Lake Monster Brewery. The boys will be going live from the brewery. It should be an absolute kick-ass show. So... That's what we got going on this week. I want to thank everybody that's joined us today from all over. Appreciate you hopping on to discuss this post-game and the reaction of your Vikings going 9-2 and two with a 33-26 victory over the New England Patriots. Any last words there, guys? Um, yeah, I'm going to keep that score Vikings a bit quiet today because I don't want to wake up anybody here. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, uh, I'm definitely excited about this win. I'm excited about next week. Uh, it's exciting times right now. Flip. Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes. Let's uh, go Eagles and then let's get that 10th win against the Jets. Skull Vikings! Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell, and rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout-out goes to our partners, the Daily Norseman, where the best Vikings content can be found, and to Lake Monster Brewing, home of the best beer in Minnesota. This has been a Climbing the Pocket and SB Nation's Daily Norseman broadcast. Skull, everybody.